What's up, everybody? This is Storm Batiste coming to you from Brooklyn, New York, and welcome back. Bringing you everything that I think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts in everything that I think every man in the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. So this week, uh, once again, we have Bryant on the show. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's talk about it. Mm, we are, you know, coming to you with uh, topics that, from our experience, and that we want to bring to you to kind of help you out a little bit. So before we even get started with the topic, y'all know I like to start with a quote of the day, right? Uh-huh. I want to get them, them, them juices flowing. You know, I want to get you to start thinking a little bit early. So. Wise men speak because they have something to say. Mm. Fools because they have to say something. Mm. Let that marinate for a little bit. Let that marinate. I'm going to say it again. For the people in the back, please. For the people in the back. Okay. Wise men speak because they have something to say. Fools because they have to say something. Mm. That's a big difference between both of those. What do you think mm. about fools and wise men? There's a lot of fools out here, 100%. Um, but uh, when I think about that quote, I really think about um, really just being intentional with your word. Um, I just read a book called um, The Four Agreements. And a really good read if anybody's like super into reading out there. But um, The Four Agreements, one of the agreements is uh, just really um, being intentional with, with their word and just being direct. Um, your words should always try to add value. Don't speak aimlessly. Don't just speak just to speak. Mm. Because a lot of people do that out there. Men, women. Wow. It's a lot of people do that. So just really being intentional with your word. And anytime you speak, it should be adding something to the conversation. It should be something constructive. It should be something that's going to help somebody. That's going to better somebody else or help somebody else grow. Mm-hmm. So just really being intentional with your word. Man, honestly, I completely agree with what he said, man. Um. If you don't have nothing good to say to contribute to the conversation or anything irrelevant, just don't say nothing because at least they don't know that you're gonna say no stupid. You know, like what your mama said. If you ain't got nothing to say, don't say, don't nothing, say nothing at, at all, all, man. That's it. Like, <laughs> and I'm telling you, like you might you might have an urge to say it, but <laughs> think about what you're gonna say because I'm telling mm-hmm. you, once you say it, you can't unsay it. So it's out there. So if you don't, if you got a question and a thing about it, just you know. Think again and maybe not say it this time, but at least they know, <laughs> you know, because a fool removes all doubt. So that's just what I wanted to kind of give you all to start off with. we actually going to dive right into the topics. I'm excited Let's about get this. get it. Right. And so this week, what we're going to discuss for the man is seven notches every man should have under his belt. Mm. And I really thought about this, man. I was like, uh, you know, thinking to myself, man, what are seven things that I really feel like I should just, you know, know how to do or learn how to do as a man? And so what me and Brian are going to do is we're going to cover these seven steps and we're just going to give you all stuff from our personal experience, what we've had success with, what we failed at and what we've learned over the course of time. Right. So let's just go ahead and dive right into step one. So as a man and, you know, I definitely like if whatever I say, just trust me, if I can do what you can do, you got to learn how to cook. You gotta learn how to cook. Man. Gotta learn how to chef it in the kitchen, man, man. You gotta learn how to cook, and this is coming from somebody that didn't know nothing about cooking. Like, and when we say cooking, cooking, we don't mean TV dinners. We don't mean the bags man, of oh, pasta. We we talking about like 
I can go to the Man. store, get a pack of raw meat, or I can get some rice. Okay. I know how to cook it the right okay. way. That, we're talking about actually knowing okay. how to cook. Okay. Real ingredients. We ain't talking about no TV dinners or no Chef Boy ID. You know, you know, no, no, uh, no Chef Boy ID is fire. Nah, but <laughs> Chef Boy ID is fire, but you ain't going to impress nobody with no Chef Boy ID. Your no, girl, not your girl going to look at you sideways like, this with this? He got me over here eating Chef Boy ID? Hey, like, no lie, one of my homies in college, like, he invited his girl over for a romantic night, and he had a candlelight dinner, but he had, like, no, rice. Don't, he, had white, he had white rice and ground beef. That was like his gourmet dinner. Did he <laughs> we were, at least season the ground beef? <laughs> no, he seasoned the ground beef, but it was just like mixed in the rice, and I was like, "Bro, what do you even call that? Is that bro, a? I don't, I don't know. Is that that was, a real? That, that was his specialty back in that the day. Like a disaster. But we we told him straight up, like, no, you can't cook that. Mm. And um, we quickly gave him a recipe for some pasta. Ugh. So, regardless, like, <laughs> that was like his signature dish. First of no, all, no, first of all, if you ain't no chef, don't be trying to create nothing, okay? Because you can't do that. You ain't earned that yet. All right. So what we gonna do is we gonna get y'all some simple stuff. And and I and when I tell you we, when I tell you me, I could not cook to save my life. I still struggle with cooking sometimes. But there are certain things like you just need to know how to cook. Like a uh, girl that I was talking to one time, and I wanted to you know get her to come to the house. Right. So what, you know, I'm thinking of different ways, you know, not trying mm-hmm. to be a creep, you know, but cook. Women love when you can cook. That shows, look, this man, he really cares enough to take the time to cook something for me. He's putting himself on the line because it might taste like trash, but <laughs> we're going to give him an honest chance. And so what I've done, man, what I like to do is you get the grilled chicken and then you just put some barbecue on. And once you get it all nice and, and, and tender and juicy, and then I put some... uh you know, I'm from Alabama, so we got to have the cornbread on the side. That's a natural accessory. Was it hot water cornbread or was it Jiffy? Yo, this was... Don't even... Like, why are you asking the wrong questions? That's what the problem hey, is. Hey, first of all, Jiffy is fire. Ain't nobody judging you. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> nah, it was Jiffy, though. It, okay, Jiffy it, it was, fire. It was, it was Jiffy all the you way. You one box or two boxes? It was two boxes, oh. man. I feel good about myself that night, man. I tell, I made it from scratch. That's what I told her, though. Right? And so, then you get, you know, you got to have your vegetables. So, I put the broccoli on the side. I had mm. the baked beans down there. Shout out to the bros for the chicken. You know, the mm. bros always. That chicken was amazing, probably. Man. Amazing. But this is, when you, when we talk about me, man, we talk about very basic beginner level. This is bottom yeah. five cooking level. In, bottom five. In, so, <laughs> when it comes to bottom five cooking... Not even bottom five, but when you want to just get the basic fundamentals of um, cooking now, you just want to keep it simple. Like, just start experimenting with things such as pancakes for for breakfast. Pancakes, um, French toast, um, knowing how to fry bacon. Yeah, some of y'all out there that don't know how to properly fry bacon, how to cook an omelet, um, how to... Like, even with cooking an omelet, like, it's so many intricacies to that, like, as far as dicing up the onion, Mm. slicing up the meat. It took me a while to get to that place because I had to experiment a lot in college. Not because I wanted to, but because I couldn't afford my meal plan anymore. Mm. So, I was forced to, like, go out and start shopping and uh, really trying to figure out, like, what I was good, how to learn how to cook and, like, what recipes I was really good at cooking. Um, so, uh, that just really, that's, that's just, and I, I feel like I'm better for it because I'm able to provide for myself 
I'm able to cook for myself. I don't have to spend money on fast food unless I really need to. Mm. I got some go. I got some go-to dishes such as pasta. Okay. I got go-to dishes such as salmon because salmon takes it literally. 15 minutes to cook in the oven hey. like all you gotta do is throw some salt and pepper or old bay seasoning on that throw that in the oven and that's you got a meal you got a meal like simple stuff like that really helped me in the long okay, run okay okay so just remember like cooking is is a pillar of independence mm-hmm. for me honestly but um just really uh understand that cooking is uh something that has to be you have to just test it out you have to figure out things that you're good at cooking and things you want to improve on Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing that you can't cook. It's nothing that you can't look up on the internet and say I need the whole recipe, Facts. a whole list of so ingredients fat. for you. And YouTube will yeah. do it for YouTube you. YouTube will do it for you. YouTube. Like when I first learned how to start uh, cleaning chicken, like I went straight to yeah, YouTube. Man. I can't thank YouTube for that. The bros, you know, <laughs> and, the bros. <laughs> and the bros, and the bros, like, as, far as, as far as as far as grilling good chicken, I'm grateful to the Centennial bros who sat <laughs> hey, up with me. Shout out to the as, <laughs> as a neo, as a neo, like just sitting on the grill the whole party, not Boy, being able to hop none doing of that shit. Nothing, like man. I'm I'm grateful to them for uh, teaching me how to um, chef it up on the grill. Look, roof. So are we telling y'all, man? Just Find your dish, experiment with some stuff. You're not gonna know how to do this right off the bat. Yeah. Luckily, my brother and I got friends that can actually cook really well. So yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I be all over these people. Like I be asking you, know, what you do with this or or how you do this. I might call them up in the middle of cooking, like like. So what do I add to this? Like don't just follow the instructions on the back and expect your food to taste like the box look because it's not gonna do that. Trust me, I tried. So <laughs> what you want to do is try and fail and then try again and. Don't have the girl you trying to impress eat it. Have when your boys eat it. Yeah. And they're going to give you the real. They're going to give you the real. And if they don't, they ain't your friends. They ain't your friends. (laughs) Number two, learn how to hold your liquor. As a man, you need to know how to hold your liquor. And that goes for any circumstance across the board. I'm talking about work parties, work events. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about if you're on a date with that girl Mm -hmm. you've been eyeing all week. I'm talking about parties, public events, festivals, anything. Learn how to hold your liquor man like yeah. cause if you don't it's embarrassing yeah I learned I learned pretty early on like how to hurt my, hold my liquor I've been I've been drinking probably since I was what maybe my first drink was actually Hennessy before it was really popular oh he knew he was gonna yeah. be the bros man <laughs> it was probably like like 16 or 17 when I first took my first drink and um from an early age, I learned, like, my limits because I was throwing up all over the place in mm-hmm. college. I had a few episodes where I threw up. But um, it's really just important to, like, you should, like, at this, like, as a as a grown man, you should really know your limits at this point because I see a lot of wild stuff in New York to where men are being, are falling asleep in the club or men are... Um, being carried out the club by their friends or Come just on, being belligerent. Come and it's on. just like, it's it's essential. Like, nobody wants a guy who can't hold his liquor. I'm telling you, man, because you end up saying some dumb, like, I've been on dates. And, you know, you, you drink a little, you know, you drink a little feel good so you can feel good. You want to be comfortable when you're on that date with, yeah. that, with, that, with this Joan you've been trying to talk to for all. You know, she finally gave you the chance y'all on the date. Mm. So You're going to mess it up. Man, I drank and I drank and I made the mistake of drinking some more. And you messed it up. But look, <laughs> you learn from your mistakes. Can we know what you can? Can I know what you said? Nah, you, nah, <laughs> they don't need to know okay. all that. Just okay. know that <laughs> what he was talking about, the throwing up and the passing out before the party even started. Like, I've yeah. done all of that stuff. So. 
trust me when I tell you, I can tell you what not to do. <laughs> yeah, like when, especially how when you're dating, like the drink should be just to take the edge off between Man, that's both it. parties. Like that's it. If you're drinking, it's most likely mm-hmm. she should be drinking. Right, right, right. So like one, like first, first, second, third, even third dates, like it should be maybe three drinks max. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you got a rubric for as far as like how you should handle your drink. You, you know this what? man has a whole rubric. Yo, on let how me, you let should me, handle let me drink. tell y'all something that's worked for me, man. And and if I'm wrong, man, let me know. But I ain't never been wrong about this. Mm. Drink the first drink, right? You want to sip the second drink. Take your time, and then the third one, just skip it. <laughs> Take your time, man. Like a, enjoy a, the moment. He's a better he's a better man than me because I'm drinking all three. Man. I'm drinking all three. Hey man, <laughs> let this man do that, man. He hey, listen, he, listen. Like if I bought it, I'm gonna drink it. Like what what we skipping <laughs> what we skipping on drinks? I can't fault him for but, that, man. But But I, I feel like with that rubric, like you should always be solid. Like that's actually a, I've never thought about that. But it's probably the best way mm-hmm. um, to be when you're out with anybody. Yeah. Like, um, you all you don't want to be that person that always says, like, oh, no, I'm not drinking. Like, you never, because mm-hmm. it makes everybody look at you a certain yeah, type of way. Like, whether it's, it's just a date, yeah, whether you got a company mm-hmm. event, mm-hmm. you just want to make sure that using that method. Can, yeah. you, can you go through that one more time, please? Man, look, I'm telling y'all, man, that first drink, man, enjoy it. Drink it. Yeah. It don't matter what it is. The second one, man, just take your time. You know, ease up a little bit. You enjoying yourself. You you talking to a sip it. Just mm-hmm. take your time a little bit. You know, slow. And the third one, man, just don't even go for the third one. Skip it, especially if it's a first date. It's complimentary. It's a first date, man. <laughs> so like, the third one is complimentary. Don't even don't even buy it. Just yeah, you, you good. You gotta buy it. Yeah. You good off the second one, man. Like this is, I ain't gonna lie, it's different women though. It's some women no, it's definitely different women. It's some women it's that can drink. Definitely like, they, different women. They, they they can drink. So. Yeah. We ain't talking about them. <laughs> yeah, we ain't talking about that's we, a different breed. We ain't talking about we ain't talking about a different breed, man. What I'm telling y'all, man, just hold your liquor, man. Like it's as a man, man, it looks so bad when you can't do that, man. It looks childish, like this man don't know what he's doing, and a woman yeah. can't, you know, trust no man that can't even control his own stuff. You know, like yeah, take it, take it from somebody. I'm a I'm a person that um drinks everything straight. So oh, I, yeah. if I was gonna drink everything he, straight, I had to learn how to manage myself. In the most calm way possible. Like when I go out, I'll probably drink max five drinks. Now is this brown you drinking or is this white? Oh, I'm drinking brown because oh he be uh, mad aggressive too. And I don't know if y'all all, seen this, but he actually kind of strong, so he can't of, be drinking all. First that. of all, like I'm not even an aggressive individual. I can be aggressive, but it's all about self control, man. Like I've um I've been able to learn my limits. Experiment with this trial and error, so. You're not gonna just know your limit off the bat, yeah. man. You sometimes you gotta fail in order to succeed. So yeah. if you're drinking brown, one thing I can say is stick to brown, especially if you're a beginner. If you're drinking white, try to stick to white, especially if you're a beginner. That's all it is, man. It's easy to do this right, but it's real easy to do it wrong too. Yeah. And just keep that in mind. That's step two. Hold your liquor. Step three. And this is just something I feel like it was important because, you know. Every man, it don't matter if you need to do this now immediately or maybe you might need to do it in the future. But know how to tie a tie. Man, man. Is that is that is that a lot to ask for? It's 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 um sometimes it's a lot, man. Like um especially just uh as a I'm just speaking from a black man's perspective. Okay. Like uh 
Sometimes, like, uh, you grow up in a household to where, like, you wear clip-on ties for a while because your mama don't know how to uh, tie a tie. Like, mom, when um when I finally learned how to tie a tie, I was a sophomore or junior in high school. And that was because my, my parents had split. So my dad, like, wasn't really, like, present enough to really teach me how to do those things. So I was wearing clip-on ties during that whole time. Dang, man, y'all hear this? And um, so uh, with those clip-on ties, like, that. That shit gets embarrassing after a while. Like I went to all boys school, so it's nothing what? else. To, it's nothing else better to do uh, than to like crack jokes on each other all day. So my tie was getting snatched off every day. Nah, man. But um, when I wow. finally learned learned how to tie a tie, it was a very rewarding feeling mm-hmm. because it was something I always wanted to learn. You couldn't snatch do. that one off. No, you can't snatch that one off. <laughs> like you, you can't do that. But um, it was just a very rewarding feeling. Like the high school, I, I went to three different high schools, but the high school that actually where I actually learned how to tie a tie. It um that was like one of the requirements. Like you had to learn how to tie a tie, mm. and it was such a rewarding feeling. Like all right, I can tie my own tie, and how essential that is as a grown man. Yeah, um, it just really like was reward. It was a a great feeling for me. Man, you know what? Actually, the first time I learned how to tie a tie was my granddad, man. Mm. And when he told me, man, I wasn't paying attention. I was like, man, grand, why you tell? I don't care about mm. no tie. I don't care about learning how to tie mm-hmm. no tie, man. This is just hard. I don't care about this. But, man, would you know, would you believe this? I wear a tie five days a week, sometimes mm-hmm. six. Mm, depending on if I'm going to church that week or not. Hallelujah. No offense. <laughs> but I wear a tie five days a week, man. So if I didn't know how to tie a tie, what would I be now? Because I took them five, you know, five extra minutes to learn how to do that. My granddad saw what I was becoming and what I needed to do because my granddad is a man of men. And then I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if you need to do it now. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, as a man, you need to know how to tie a tie because you never know when you're going to have to have that interview where you need to tie a tie, man. If that tie might be the determining factor between you and a six-figure income. You never know. So what I'm going to do for y'all, because I care so much, is I'm going to give y'all four knots, very simple knots, that you can learn to tie, especially if you've never done it before. And this is what's helped me out. So... The first knot is the Kelvin knot. Mm. The second knot is the Oriental knot. Third knot is the half Windsor. And then the fourth knot is the four in hand knot. And these, what these are, these are very simple knots that everybody can tie. Like, even if you're a beginner, anybody can learn. I'm not expecting you to know how to do this from listening to me here. We're going to you know, use a little bit of common sense and mm-hmm. go to YouTube which is your best friend, yeah. and look these up. Yeah, like all these knots that he just met, mm-hmm. mentioned are definitely on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, just understand, like, the variety, having a variety of different ties, tie knots that you can tie mm-hmm. um, is just better as the outfit. So just make sure that um, you just do some research on your own. Like, right. it's a lot of different mm-hmm. knots out there. He just mentioned in a couple. Right. I'm going to give these to y'all one more time. Mm-hmm. So it's the Kelvin knot. It's the Oriental knot. It's the Half Windsor and then it's the four in hand knot. That's all I'm going to say about it. Look them up. All right? Get a tie. If you don't have one, learn how to tie it. So, the fourth thing I want to cover with the, the seven notches, and I feel like every man should should definitely do this because I feel like we, this is one of the main reasons I kind of started the podcast too because um, I feel like we can do a lot better with this. And this is how to treat a woman. I know that's a deep topic, right? But can you, can you condense, you know, deep. whatever you got to say just... I don't know. Make it real simple for the people that just, you know, want to. Well, um, of course, like first, first and foremost is a lot of different types of women out there. Mm. 
So it really depends on the situation. But uh, for the sake of this podcast, I think we're speaking from a woman that you genuinely care about, correct? Okay. So um, as a woman that you uh, genuinely care about, I usually when I when I talk to a woman, or woman, or when I'm having or when I'm getting to know a woman, it's usually just a discussion. I walk into that with no expectations. Um, I approach them as like I just want to have a conversation. Um, get to know you, get to know your background, where you come from, where your moral, where your values. That is how you treat a woman with respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of guys out there probably approach a woman with intentions of what having sex with them. Shit, hey man, I've been not done that. I've been not done that. I do it all the time, and I still do it. Man, I still do it a hundred percent. We men, we men, we men. I still do it. But if it's a woman that you genuinely like, want to get to know, want to have that. Wanna wanna take the time to really invest time in, I think that um it's a different approach. Um, as men, I think we're able to readily like see what type of woman we're dealing with off top. Mm-hmm. Like just by the way that they talk. So I'm telling you, it's you, real easy to decide you, to you know you know what you're dealing with if Yo. a woman's aspirations are um becoming a manager at Walmart. How much respect you gonna give her compared to a woman who works at NBC Universal? You know, like how to like with with a woman like that, you most likely won't have that much respect for. Like, I get it, I get it, but when it comes to a woman of actual value, when okay. it comes to a woman that is doing a lot with your life, like okay. I feel like oftentimes we might take them for granted mm-hmm. because high aspiration. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have high aspiration. They're their managers, they yeah. their directors at mm-hmm. NBC Universal. Mm-hmm. Their directors at um, even if they work at Walmart, they, they don't plan on staying yeah. at Walmart. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like even though of course, yeah, mm-hmm. good point, good mm-hmm. point. Even the ones that stand at Walmart trying to build a foundation for themselves, trying right. to move out of Walmart, mm-hmm. you can't take those situations like lightly. And mm-hmm. I feel like as men, we often do that because we just feel like we have so many options. Like as successful men, like yes, we have those options, but at the same time, we have to be willing to see value when it's there. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a lot of women out there that are of value. Like we think that there are. <laughs> Speaking from the heart. Yeah, yeah, like like we 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 take a lot of lot of things for granted, mm-hmm. and then we look back at the woman that we end up with, and then we look back at the women that we like ran through basically, mm-hmm. and like and then it's like damn, like what if I really really would have invested that time, gave that woman that respect, mm-hmm. that woman that that was at Walmart is not a CEO somewhere. And it's just like, with every interaction with a woman, of course, assess the situation so you can adjust your expectations. Mm -hmm. So if that woman's aspiration is just being a manager at Walmart, you know you're not going to give her that much respect. Mm. But when it comes to a woman that that is really trying to do something with her life, that is really trying to build, you got to just take, you got to really take in that moment. You got to learn as much as you can from her. You got to really see where that goes. I'm not saying be a leech. But really see, invest in that woman. Give her her respect. Right, right, right. Because we don't do that enough. We take those type of women for granted. Because we feel like we have all these options. Which in some situations may be true. Like, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, it's like 100%. Like, it's always going to be more women out here than men. Mm -hmm. All right? But you just got to understand, like, when you see an opportunity... Like, don't be so easy to take it for granted. Being being in the 20s, period. Mm -hmm. Like, 
we're we're most likely to just like be like ah like she was just a chick I just knocked off yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of really taking the time to give her respect and actually seeing where that goes like seeing how can I build with this person what it is what what are what is this person values what are their morals mm-hmm. what do they come from like how did they get to where they are mm-hmm. so first of all when it comes to treating a woman I mean how would you want somebody to treat your mom and your sister would you want them to call them out their name. You know, would you want them to cheat on them? Would you want them to, you know, embarrass them, make them look crazy, not not showing respect? Nah, you know, nine times out of ten, probably not. So you got to think the same way when it comes to approaching women. That's somebody else's sister, somebody else's mom. And like Brian was saying, man, it's all kinds of different women out there. You ain't gonna treat every woman the same. You'll be a fool if you did, man, because it's women that have no aspirations. Yeah. It's women that have high aspirations. Yeah, it's, it's leeches out there, it's, man. It's leeches, it's leeches out, out here, there. man. And, and and they come in all form, pretty faces, you know, nice bodies. I see, I, I've, I've been, I've talked to a lot of women. I've talked to a lot of women. And, and I've seen a lot of things. And I and I know that not every woman is a good woman. And so, with me, it's, it's hard for me to even, like, really even invest in a woman. But if it's a woman that I really see potential in, and I really think about investing, I'm going to treat her definitely different. So another thing y'all need to know is that, you know, chivalry isn't dead. Like, you can still treat women with respect, like opening the doors, man, you know, complimenting them. And, you know, telling your woman she's sexy. You know, sometimes she just likes mm-hmm. to hear that. Mm-hmm. Treat her to dinner at a random yeah, spot yeah. in the week. You know, like her favorite restaurant that she, yeah. she, wasn't, she didn't think you were really listening, but you were. You know, maybe you want to Netflix and no chill. You know, you just you Netflix and you watching the, whatever she want to watch. You cooling, man. You're not making a big deal out of it. Like, yeah, like for your girlfriend, for your main chick, whatever it is. Like, um, and I learned this from my last relationship. Like, you should be trying to find every every day. Like, you should be trying to find something to make her feel special. Mm-hmm. Like, it can be something little. It can be something little like um, sending her this beautiful, like, quote. Just if if she's a value, if you really care about her, treat her with respect. Take the time. If you see, like, she has a lot going on, don't miss out on it. Really see where it goes. Treat her with respect. The end of the day, man. And I know it takes a certain level of maturity to do that, which is why we made this podcast. Um, Just be aware, like, it's a lot of women out. It's... Very few women out here value. So remember that you want to treat them all with respect. You want to treat the ones that you do come across with value with respect. Number five. Number five. get to number five. We've been hanging on number four for a minute. Number four was deep. Number four was deep. It took a little time. So number five. Know how to dress, man. Um, There's no certain one way to do it. Everybody has different body types. Everybody has different styles. Just because your homeboy can rock it or just because you see a celebrity on TV doing it. Don't mean that's... You know, that's for you. You need, you know, find what works for you. And this is trial and error. Ask your homeboy. You, it's, it's a variety of ways you can do it. Hey, bro, what this look like with this? Or, you know, how do your shoes look with these pants? Or, you know, what you think about this? Or maybe your girl gave you a compliment. Maybe you out and people mm-hmm. are like, oh, this looks good. Or maybe you look wild and nobody mm-hmm. even talk to you the whole night. So what I'm saying then is just figure out what works for you yeah. uh, across from me sitting right here right now y'all don't know this but this is actually the um, the guru of dressing right here man. He'll, he, he'll tell you, he, look he's I'm gonna tell you he's not 
But this man, I'm like, not. every time we go out, man, Suave Mente, this man be... <laughs> but anyways, anyways, um, I think that when it comes to dressing, you just really have, like Christian was saying, like, you really have to find your style. Like, you have to find what works best for you. How do you do that, though? That becomes the question. So one app that I use, um, it's also a website, um, is Pinterest. Pinterest is good at giving you a variety of different styles that you can choose from. So whether it's business, whether it's business casual, whether it's streetwear, you can type those things in and a lot of results will come up. So what I do is um, I really don't like to wear what everybody else is wearing. So really just taking the time to piece things together to see how they look. Um, I shop at places such as... Um, jackthreads.com jacked mm. with ed, ED. jackthreads.com okay um uh what is it? Nordstrom Rack look I'm writing these down too um awesome um Pack Sun. those are like my go to sites for stuff also Macy's Macy's always has a well, sale Macy's be expensive someday Macy's has a sale you should get you should Damn. invest in a Macy's card because it'll help you out in the long run you but, get rewards uh, hella rewards is a trap <laughs> be careful um but um Basically, um, just really like experimenting with different things and finding out what's best for you. Um, if you want to shop at an American Eagle, um, shop at an H&M. You shouldn't be shopping at H&M. But, or American Eagle. Or American <laughs> Eagle. Well, you ain't in high school no more, man. You grown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, you're, if you're going to those places for like quick fixes such as t-shirts, because mm-hmm. we know those t-shirts are cheap. They do come in here. $8. You looking for a t-shirt for a party, you need them cheap. Fit it. Just... Remember that you won't be the only one in the party with that shirt mm, on. Okay. So remember that you want to be versatile with your styles. Like, um, and another thing with men is that we don't try on anything. So really taking the time to right. go to the fitting room and seeing how it looks well, on you I before you let it go. I know it, but I ain't got to try <laughs> like, it on. But in I your head, in your head, it comes together like, oh shit, like this is gonna, this is gonna shut the, shut the party down. But when you put it on at the crib, you're like, nah, I shouldn't have bought this. Mm-mm. So really Every taking time. the time to go to the fitting room and trying things on, seeing what's best, for, seeing what works best for you. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Seriously, man. Like, cause I go to the store and I, I pick out like, you know, all these different clothes. I'm like, oh yeah, these going to look nice. And then when I actually get back to the house, I put them on. I be like, dang. This don't look nice. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna wear this. I'm gonna wear this next time, and then next time turn into next next time, and then it just turn into you know a corner in the closet somewhere. So, also, where would fit your body type? Now I'm not, you know, everybody has their different body type, but if you're gonna wear a V-neck, and this is oh, personal yeah. experience, don't be like me when I first try to put on the V-neck, and I ain't, you know, I had a little bird chest going on. I ain't hit the gym yet. I ain't earned. I ain't earned that V-neck yet. But once I earn that V neck, you can't you can't you can't find me without a V neck. Once you know, if you in the gym, you working out, you want a fitted T, then you can get you a fitted T. Some people don't look right with fitted T, so don't throw a fitted T on. Wear what works for you. That's all we telling you, man. Just yeah. Step six, and this is something uh, you know. Some people say you were born with it. Some people say you learn how to do this. Um, you know, as you get older and you learn from other people, but be confident, man. It's a mindset. Be confident in everything that you do. And confidence is not an easy thing sometimes because you're so worried about X, Y, and Z or what might happen if you step up. But the way I see it, man, is what do you have to lose? The thing about confidence is, yes, you're born with it. 
but in order to actually mold it into you want it to be, um, you have to be willing to accept failure. And um, I know a lot of men out there that can't accept rejection or failure. Like they just okay with being in that comfort zone. When it comes to confidence, um, especially when it comes to women, like women can smell. Like as soon as you Yo. approach them and it's like you don't have your confidence up there, they just they know off top For and they can be the most mm-hmm. they can have the lowest self esteem in the oh, world. They, but once but once they feel that you don't have that confidence, they'll, they'll they'll just be like, uh, nah, I don't I don't want to talk mm-hmm. to you. They don't want that. But just go up and strike up a conversation. Like it can be the corniest line ever, but. As long as you come there with that confidence, like just they don't even matter what you said. Yeah. Honestly, the, what's blowing her mind is the fact that you actually approached her yeah, with all like, these people watching you right now. Yeah, like women, women are like usually surprised when like a man approaches them, especially like very, like very beautiful women rarely mm-hmm. get approached. Let me let me just share with y'all a little story real quick. Okay, so man, I was actually at the gym one time, man, and I know before y'all say, "Oh, you you standing there, girls at the gym?" Man, no, I wasn't. I was working out, doing my thing. Yeah. But it was just John. She was kind of looking at me, and you know, I felt the chemistry. So, trust me, I look like three, four times before I did it because I know how that can look. You gotta like double check. You gotta double. So anyway, so I'm, you know, I'm doing my thing. She's doing her thing, and I'm thinking she's gonna come talk to me, or at least work out next to me so we can talk. She about to leave, and so what do I do? I'm like, dang, she gonna leave, and we just did all of this for nothing. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. So what I did, man, I dropped my waist. I ran up to her in front of all these people. She would have shut me down, man. They would never let me live it down. I walked up to her, and I just basically, I, I talked to her. And next thing I know, you know, like, I got a number. We ended up going out, and she was just like, you're, like the, the, the fact that you approached me in front of all them people when I really could have just shut all of that shit down, that's what turned me on. And I was like... A lot of men out here don't know how to approach women, so I, I like that's and that just comes from um, the lack of confidence. But you just really have to have confidence in who you are, be comfortable in your own body, mm-hmm. but also understand that rejection is a part of helping man, that confidence. Bro, I ain't even care at that point, man, because yeah. I already knew the odds was against me. I was at the gym. She probably was like, "Man, this." Hey, yo, the gym, the gym ain't easy, man. right? The gym ain't easy. Look. Hit her with that, like, I got some workouts that can really help you with that. <laughs> yeah, he's obviously been practicing it. But no, nah, man, um, just just be confident in everything that you do, man. If you have something to say, you know, as far as, like, the whole corporate aspect, if you have something to say, say you had a big meeting or something like that, man, or if you're just talking to somebody, you networking, man, it don't even matter who it is. Don't be staring down at your shoes, stumbling over your words, all nervous and junk. Calm yourself down. Get your nerves back in check. Look that person in the eye. Stick your chest out. Stand up straight. And say what you got to say. That's it. Yeah. Like, and if you ain't got nothing to say, man, you ain't always got to say something. Like we said, man, a fool removes all doubt. If you ain't got to say nothing, don't say nothing, man. But at the same time, don't look weak. Yeah. Like that like that lack of confidence. Can, like, like people, people can tell... When you're not confident in what you're saying. For instance, like, um, I guess we can take it to a professional setting, correct? So, in a professional setting, like, that's when your confidence is really tested. Um, People are really able to easily tell when they can walk all over you, when you're not confident, when you're not knowledgeable about Mm -hmm. a certain topic. Um, In my my experiences in the professional setting, like, I had a lot of anxiety when it came to presentations. Um, I always felt like I never knew what I was talking about. And um, it just took me actually taking the time to 
learn to better that craft. Like you have like confidence is a craft also, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that you have to be willing to learn a lot more. You have to be willing to. You have to not only be willing to fail, but really being able to learn from those experiences. Mm-hmm. So just with my presentations, like that anxiety started to go away because I was able to prep more. I was able to say like, okay, I was able to get in front of a lot of people a lot more. I was able to prep in front of people before I even prepped in front of the audience that I was presenting to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like taking those necessary steps in order to get ready for that presentation that's what built my confidence up. And once I was able to deliver a good presentation or a good class facilitation, whatever it may be, I was, I was, I was, my confidence went up because it was just like, I was able to deliver mm-hmm. that information in a digestible way. Right, right, right. Whenever, even if it may not look like it makes much sense, man, do it anyway. Because the worst that can happen, you not, I mean, you ain't going to die from it more, you know, nine times out of 10. So, just just do it anyway and, and, and be confident when you do it. Go all out. Mm-hmm. Don't go up there and half-ass it either. You know, like... And then the last thing I want to cover, man, this is one of the most important things for me, and this is savings. We spend money, especially if you're in the city. Spend money and we got loans. You got loans. You got rent. You know, you got the electricity bill. You got you to gotta, you gotta pay for the student loans and all this stuff. So, so... so at the end of the day, man, you got to know how to save. You got to know mm-hmm. how to budget yourself appropriately to survive in this city. That's that's really what it, it comes down to. So is there anything that you do, like, to kind of, like, budget or, you know, keep yourself um, in Yeah, I'm all about budgets, man. Like, um, with your activities, whatever it may be, you should be able to budget that, like, from month to month. Um, I guess starting with uh, women, um, dating can become expensive, it can take a lot out of your bank account. Man, like you can man. look at your bank account and be like, "Yo, I spent the like two hundred dollars no, dating day this week." That's and um, when it comes to that, you just got to remember like the places that you're going. Like unless you really like the chick, you shouldn't be taking them to no five star restaurants. Mm. Um, when I date, especially like, if you ain't got it like that. Yeah, especially if you got it like that. Like recognize your uh, limitation capabilities. But when it comes to um, when it comes to uh, me dating, I really like. We starting off, like, because I'm in New York, it's probably going to be Dallas BBQs. <laughs> um, and for everybody I else out there. BBQs, but everybody mentioned that. You ain't been to BBQs? Everybody that mentioned shit BBQs. fire. Fire. But um, for everybody else, Chili's, Fridays, Red Lobster, places like that, um, just warm them up. Like, first, second, even third day, like, just... Y'all just getting to know each other. Why are you spending so much bread on them? Like you, you still trying to figure out if you, if y'all like each other or not. At that point, in my opinion, man, facts, facts, man. and more facts. But let me just get my disclaimer real quick. Okay, right? and this is from somebody that did a, you know, I did a decent amount of dating to where that, like, I looked at my bank account, and I was like, dang. You, you straight for rent? Like you good? You dating? But can you handle your rent though? Like that's. That's what I'm looking at my bank account like. So, I'm going to give y'all some tips that's work for me. I'm going to give y'all some car and the principles. And just, first of all, everybody I feel like should have at least $1,000 in their savings account. It's not a lot of money. It's not. It's not a lot of money. So, $1,000, what that's going to do is prepare you for any emergency that you had to have. And granted, mm-hmm. you might not have a $1,000 emergency. But you want to be over-prepared rather than under-prepared. You never know. 
especially if you live in a city like this, even if you don't live in a city like this, don't you feel much better when you know you got a thousand dollars just sitting there for whatever might happen? Don't you sleep better at night? I know I do. I do. So look, that's the first thing. The second mm-hmm. thing is, man, we men, we date. We like women. We love women. Uh-huh. So you can do all that, but it's a way that you do all of that. So when I'm going out with a woman and we're going out uh, today uh, or we're going out to a restaurant or something like that, and this ain't this ain't calling me cheap or nothing like that, but mm-hmm. I look at the menu online first. Hey. I, Use I, that look, Yelp app. I look at the menu online because, look, we in the 21st century. Technology is there. Yeah. Why not go ahead and budget out what you're going to spend? Yeah, and as a man, you know you're going to be the one planning that date. Like, all exactly. you need to ask is what food you want, what type of food you want. Exactly. And just man. after that, go on Yelp and find they one to have, two dollar signs. That's all you're looking for. They had a menu, man. So just go ahead and just help yourself out by figuring out how much you're going to spend. And then another thing that I like to do, and y'all gonna think this is probably intense, but I'm telling you, you really trying to budget this out the right way, you're gonna listen to me, you're gonna take what I say, and you're gonna probably use it and adjust it to, you know, the amount of money that you make, whatever that may be. But so what I like to do is I call it the the cash envelope system. So basically what this is, is this is taking all your money and spreading it out so that you're not overspending throughout the week or the month, depending on, you know, if you wanna budget out for the month. Or you want to budget out for the week. So what I do is I do the week because I'm just trying to start small. And this just worked for me up to this point. So what I do is I make six envelopes. And the first envelope says entertainment. The second, food. The third is transportation. The fourth is dating. The fifth is the rent slash bills. The sixth is the emergency. And that's pretty much all six of them. And this can be for a week or for a month. So... So when you when it comes to the entertainment, I know you like to do your thing. You be out on the weekend. I give myself twenty five dollars. Look, I can spend that twenty five dollars any way I want to. But once I'm out of that twenty five, I'm out. I'm done. Mm-hmm. So take your time, or either spend it all at once, whatever you want to do. Then for the groceries or like for food, I give myself sixty five dollars. You can spend that whatever way you want to do it. You can either go to the grocery store, buy some food, you know, save some money. Or you can eat out of McDonald's every week. But if you go over that 65, you out of, you know, you out of it. You out of it. You ain't got nothing else. So don't spend over that 65. For the uh, transportation, for me, I do the week pass. You know, if you do the month pass, it's obviously going to be different. But if you do the week pass, it's $32. Mm-hmm. And then for the rent, my rent's $850. I don't touch it. I don't care how good it looks. I don't touch it. I use it to pay for rent. And then the last thing is for emergency cash or, you know, in case an emergency comes up. And this is on top of your savings, by the way. And this is just for a week. I put about $40 in there. And you don't want to expect that they use the savings, but it's always good to have it. I'm telling you, like, just knowing you had that money there is going to make you feel a lot better. And the money that you don't use from these envelopes, guess what? It goes into the next week. Yep. And what you start to see is, dang. I'm actually saving money because I realize I only have a limited amount of money, right? Yep. I'm telling you, it works that easy. It's, it's different apps and stuff like that. I think Brian had a few apps. Yeah. So just on some grown man shit, if we're talking about like not just the temporary, um, I'm all about saving. Like I'm super into finance, but I would never work in the fi- work in finance. But I know all about um, IRAs, um, regular Roth. 
regular uh, regular RRAs and um, an app that's been very useful to me since about since 2017 was the Acorns app. So Acorns or Robinhood. So the Acorns app is um, an app that really just um, is saving and you don't even realize you're saving. So what happens is with the Acorn app is um, you're able to take a percentage of any purchase. It's linked directly to your uh, debit card and any purchase that you're able to make. Um, it takes a certain percentage of that. So for example, <clears throat> let's say you buy a sandwich and it's $5 and 10 cents. The Acorns app will save that 10 cents, all right? And over time, that stuff builds up. So the more you use your debit card, the more savings that you'll get. So for those who have issues with saving, like either using the Robinhood, the Robinhood app functions in a similar way, but I use Acorns. And um, if you if you have problem savings, that's the perfect way to do it. So um, Acorns and also just setting up a Roth IRA. And a Roth IRA is a retirement bank account. So this is for the long term. So you don't want to touch this money until you retire. All right. So uh, with a Roth IRA, I, I set mine up through Charles Schwab. And um, what that is, that is for when you're done, when you're done working, when you're 70, I think the retirement age mm -hmm. is 70, but we are trying yeah. to retire before sure. that. Um, but uh, basically like that's the money that you'll be saving. Uh, that's the money that's going to build up over time. And I link that directly with one of my bank accounts. So any um, any time that um, I get paid, it takes about maybe $40 a month away from me. So you don't even see that money gone. And um, doing little things like that is setting you up for the long run. Um, when you start talking about stocks and bonds, we'll probably get into that later on in the podcast. Sure. But um, yeah, like um, stocks and bonds, trading, stuff like that. I do that too from time to time. So it's a variety of ways you can save and set yourself up for the future. Um, thinking about now, you're not you're not you're not thinking. Sure. Yeah, and one app that I just have, I guess I can contribute is uh the Mint app, and it's just M I N T. And what this does is basically tracks your spending. You set it up to your credit card, mm. set it up to your debit card, and uh, basically it tracks your spending. It categorizes all the spendings based off how they show up in your bank statement. Mm -hmm. It's really useful. It helps you kind of slow down once you see all those dollars actually physically moving on the app you're like mm -hmm. okay i need to relax a little bit and it actually shows you your credit score too and uh, i'm i'm very excited about what mine is so just uh it's different apps out there it's technology also make sure you're using that um it's different apps out there to help you uh save money especially in in, in big cities like this where it really counts be conscious of where your money mm -hmm. is going a lot of men i feel like don't take the time to review their bank account mm -hmm. like they just Pull up the app, For sure. see how much money is there, sure. but actually go through your how much you spend it, and um, see how much purposeless shit you spend your money on, <laughs> and how you can change that. Once again, this is Storm Batiste coming to you from Brooklyn, New York, bringing you everything I think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These mm -hmm. are the facts in everything that I think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. If you like the podcast, once again, y'all stay tuned because you know we're going to be back with some more. We'll be back. Uh, we're, we're trying to deliver everything, man. We want to step up as a whole. So we're going to deliver our experiences to you. And hopefully you can use that uh, where, you know, where necessary. So stay tuned.